most of my fantasies are of making someone else come Hi, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Daniel K. Uh, there you go. Welcome to episode three of the Pikmin 3 uh, Deluxe playthrough series. Hey. Yeah, welcome back. Um, where are you, background music? Oh, there you are. Ah. <sighs> It was a weird, uh, there was a weird audio spike in the last episode. Uh, I'm recording through Audacity, just like in the old days, instead of through OBS. Eh, it works fine for this switch-in-hand setup. Um, yeah. Hopefully I'm sounding okay now. Well, without further ado... What, what happened last time? I thought I'd just do a quick little refresher on, uh... Yeah, on, on what we covered last episode. Oh boy, hang on. Let me just sort of will my energy to increase. Uh, I'm a little on the tired side. It's 10.49pm at night, and I'm like, well, technically, these episodes, you know, they only go about 40 minutes, so I could record an episode and still get to bed before midnight. Um, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could technically do that. Am I, like, awake and functioning enough to do that? I guess. Let's figure it out. And for a second there, no, the answer was no. Hang on, let me just have a little sip of lime cordial. I was chatting to my friend Pizza Makes Games on the uh, Pizza and Dan's Sanguine Adventure podcast. Check it out on the PizzaCast. Just go into your podcatcher of choice and type in PizzaCast. You'll find Pizza and Dan's Sanguine Adventures. And she had no idea what cordial was. I was like, you know, having a good old drink of lime cordial. And she was like, cordial? Cordial? What's that? And I'm like, what? What do you mean? You know, it's like a, you know, liquid and you put in water, but you put much more water in than the liquid and then you drink it. And then you can do it again and again and again and again and the bottle isn't even half empty of cordial. It sits on the top of your fridge and you drink it all month. Cordial. Often fruit flavoured, sometimes cola. Lots of lime. A nice bitter lemon. Bitter lemon is a good cordial flavour. Bickford's bitter lemon. I'm not saying a bit of lemon. I'm saying bitter lemon. Like the lemon itself is bitter. It's, that's a good. That's a good cordial. Twenty xx. Oh, I've been talking so long that the uh, intro started playing again. Yeah. So what happened last time? Uh, we landed on the planet in the middle of what used to be the red centre of Australia, and is now a green grassy garden, strewn about with like old uh, wrecked pot plants and stuff. Uh, we uh, gathered up our red Pikmin party, which is pretty small. We built some bridges, we harvested some pellets, we squashed a bulborb or two. Uh, we made contact with Brittany. She was trapped in the remains of an old wooden bucket or barrel, and uh, which was inaccessible because it was behind a little glass fence. We entered a cave, we met and freed some rock Pikmin, and they joined our party. And then with their help, we smashed through the glass barriers in the way of re, uh, 
uh, reconnecting with Brittany, and now she's in the party. Now we've got two captains, Alf and Brittany. And then uh, we built a bridge which closed the loop back to where we had first landed. We smashed uh, a glass barrier with the help of the rock pikmin. But then we quickly ended the day, uh, flew back up into space, and now today we're going to go back down and see what's on the other side of that barrier that we smashed. Right next to the landing site of the SS Drake each day, as it comes back down to land in the... wherever it's called. Whatever the land is called. I don't exactly remember the name of the land. Let's, uh, let's see. Alright, I'm just going to load the save. I think it's going to throw us into, um, we are day three. Three fruits left. Oh no, we've collected a total of three fruits. Three fruits, that's what we're doing. We're collecting fruit so that we can, uh, we can bring the seeds back to the planet Kopai and they can be harvested in the agricultural centers on Kopai and they can grow more food for their starving planet. Uh, but we also need to take the, like, the waste product of these, this, this seed-gathering mission, which is the fruit juice, and we ourselves, the little captains on the planet, need to drink that to stay alive. I, I, I like this setup. I think it's pretty smooth. It's pretty cool. Um, and the gathering enough fruit juice to stay alive is, like, that's kind of come in to replace the, um, uh, Captain Olimar's life support ticking time bomb which uh, Pikmin 1 had. Pikmin 1, you had to finish it in 30 days. Not not real-life days, but, like, in-game days. Otherwise, Captain Olimar's life support system runs out of power and he, he dies. And, uh, in fact, yeah. Yeah, some interesting stuff happens to him after he dies, which I didn't know about until relatively recently. Anyway, um... Yeah, so you got 30 days to finish that game. It can be stressful for that reason. There's a lot of stress involved in Pikmin um, at first, when you first get to know these games. You yourselves listening, you might have tried to play Pikmin, and that ticking timer up at the top of the screen, the sun getting ever closer to sunset, at which point you have to quickly, frantically gather up all your Pikmin, and if you leave even a single one out in the open, oh, it gets snapped up by a terrible carnivorous bug monster. You know, the salivating band of flop has crushed your Pikmin to death. And as your, as your ship lifts off, you can see all the Pikmin who you left behind running for the ship and then being consumed by predators. They show you that. The developers put that in the game. They animated all the Pikmin death of the Pikmin that you leave behind on the planet. And then they keep track of it in the records forever and ever whenever you look at your statistics. Pikmin abandoned at sunset. Fifteen. Fifteen of them ran for the ship. And they watched it take off, and they were consumed and killed because you left them were out by the, you know, stack of twigs that you told them to pick up. And they picked up the twigs, and they waited there, and they waited there forever until they died. And the Pikmin developers put that in the game, and they remind you of it every single time, every opportunity they get. So, there's a little bit of stress associated with these games when, when you first start to play them. Um... What was I? Oh yeah, the time limit. The day limit. So Pikmin 1 has a 30 day day limit. Pikmin 2, that's all out the window. Pikmin 2, everything is just out the window in Pikmin 2. You're like, whoa, there's no day limit? And even the characters are like, uh, like the, the ship who's like helping you along, the old junky uh, treasure collection ship is like, yes, you don't have that same, uh, you know, 
life support limit as you did before, Captain Olimar. Pretty good, huh? You can take all the time you want. You can just take, you can land, look around the, the, you know, the landscape for a bit, and then just get back in your ship and take off. And we don't care. It doesn't matter. You can take a hundred days. And to take a thousand days, it doesn't bother us. Whatever. And so at first you're like, oh, cool. This is like a stress-free Pikmin experience. No. Oh, no. Pikmin 1 I can finish with, like, uh, with the, with the Nintendo Wii version, I can finish with, like, f like, uh, f like 40 Pikmin deaths kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm like, that, that good. I'm good enough to do that. Pretty much, maybe like maybe that's an exaggeration. Maybe like 50 or 60. I finished Pikmin 2 with something like 700 Pikmin deaths. Um, that game ratchets up the difficulty in all these ways that you don't see at first. You're like, oh, this is a breeze. No limits, baby. No limits. Flip mode. But then you're like, oh wait, several limits. Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh no. Yeah. Even in Pikmin 2, that, that day limit ceases to be a thing that affects you. Because you can go into these, like, caves, and inside the cave environment, there is no day cycle, day-night cycle. So you're like, oh yeah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. No time limit. This is stress-free. Oh, no, wait. The limit put on me in this cave is the number of Pikmin I walked in here with. And with every Pikmin death, that, that the ability of my team to survive is depleted. Oh, this is a nightmare. And oh yeah, it's a nightmare. But Pikmin 3, you're just gathering fruit, you're drinking juice, and it, the system works. I'm happy with it. I like it. I like all the other ones too, but I like Pikmin 3. Let's, uh, let's start the game, shall we? Talking for 9 minutes and 25 seconds so far. Exploration Day 3. We zoom in on the Drake. A beautiful uh, scene of space above, uh, just outside the orbit of the planet PNF 404. A very vibrant starscape. Uh, and the camera zooms into this beautifully designed spaceship. Uh, spaceship? Spaceship. Yeah, this, uh, this game looks incredible. I like the design very much. We finally discovered edible, edible matter, says Alf. Him and Brittany are standing around in front of the holographic map, talking. After close analysis, my conclusion is that the fruit juice is delicious, says Brittany. I've never tasted anything like that on Kapai, says Alf. Mm, we need to continue our search. If there's more to be had, we should have it, says Brittany. Right, let's focus all our energy on finding more fruit and absolutely nothing else, says Alf. Well, we still need the cosmic drive key. We can't get home without that, says Brittany. Right, let's focus all our energy on retrieving fruit and the key and nothing else. The captain, we still need to find the captain as well, says Brittany. Right, we'll just get the food and the key, and the captain. And is there anything else that I'm forgetting? And then that's the end of the conversation. Hey, what's that signal coming from over there, asks Brittany. Well, I sincerely hope it's the captain. Let's hurry over there and find out. There appears to be like a, you know, sonar blip coming from the same place that we landed last time, the middle of Australia. The Garden of Hope, as it's known. Yeah, good idea, says Brittany. He might be hogging all the fruit for himself. Okay, now, so we can land and start day three. Or, I think I can, I can do a, I think I can now do the fruit report. Yeah, here we are. Okay, there's two new fruits to read about. 
The Sunseed Berry. So this is Brittany's notes on the Sunseed Berry. We've collected two of them. Their juice yield is one bottle per berry. Uh, as a scientist and as a food eater, I'm excited about this new source of potential nutrition. I just wish it didn't look like it was covered in pimples. Luckily, the taste of it is like delicious and scrumptious. <laughs> Luckily, the taste of it is like delicious and scrumptious had a baby. Let's gather as many of these as we can. All right, next one. The face wrinkler. This fruit is so sour that one bite makes my whole face want to climb into my mouth and pull it back out. It's high in pictamin U though, so I guess I'll try adding small amounts of the juice to other food. Better food, says Brittany, about the face wrinkler, which is a lemon. And that's the juice, that's the fruit report. Yeah, we've done all the creatures in the creature report. Alright, so before we land, I'm just going to have the two characters talk to each other for a second more. The colour of the pellet carried by the back to the onion seemed to affect the number of pigment produced. Ah, very observant of you, Alf, says Brittany. When pigmen take a pellet of the same colour back to the onion, it tends to fire out more seeds. Oh, I see, says Alf. So as far as possible, we should use red pigment to carry red pellets. Etc, etc. Yeah, well, that was a pretty boring conversation they just had. Let's see if they say anything else. Looks like pigment left unplucked in the ground develop over time. Mm, yeah, that makes sense, says Alf. After all, sleeping helps children grow. Yeah, so maybe we should let some Pikmin ripen before plucking them, says Brittany. As long as we don't forget to harvest them all together. Alright, let's just land. What? Land. Land. Down to the planet we go. As I went down to the planet to die. Something about that good old way. Who will land? The something and crown. Good Pikmin, show me the way. It's raining! It's a rainy day. Oh, brothers, let's go down. Let's go down. Come on down. Oh, brothers, let's go down. Down in the river to pray. Yeah, I think we have... This is like the rainy, um, rainy music now. Yeah, okay, so here we are. Here's the red and black lava lamp um, onion. I'm gonna, I've got 22 rock pigment in there. I'm going to pull them all out. Uh, and I'm going to pull the rest of the reds out. Leading to a total of 84 in the field. There they are. I'm going to whistle them up. There's one of these little butterflies flying around. I'm going to target it with a rock and kablammo. It's, uh, yeah. I sure sorted that thing out. There's a couple pellet posies around. I'm actually not going to... I always... Uh, Oh, here we are. Yeah, so my rock pigment bounced off that um, butterfly, totally crushing it, killing it. But uh, it landed so far away from the butterfly that it didn't automatically pick it up. I've got to whistle it back into the party and chuck it at the butterfly body again. Oh, there's a pellet posy right here. I might as well. Oh, no, it's changed now. I'd have to wait for it. Yeah, I'm just going to keep on, like, progressing to the next area. And in the process of doing that, I'm going to fight some enemies. And I'm gonna, that's how I'm gonna increase the population. I'm not gonna run around worrying too much about posies. Okay, I walk through the smashed glass barrier, and Alf stops dead in his tracks. <gasps> the radar's picking up something! Uh, he looks down at his co pad, his little Wii U uh, controller. There's a signal coming from here. It must be the captain. We're looking at the map, we're looking at an area like 
a little like up the path from us, but there's like a, a moat, a river in the way which we can't cross. Let's go there right away, says Alf. Yeah, sure. Uh, there's an SD card on the ground here. A red Pikmin information. Red Pikmin number one. Red Pikmin are resistant to fire. That's important to know because just past this SD card, there was an enemy I recognized as being a, f a fiery blowhog. A blowhog is a kind of uh, rubbery, bulbous, light grey, white, uh, sort of slug pig on legs with a snoot that spits fire. Um, yeah, so that's a that's a problem if it gets a if it gets a Pikmin which isn't a red Pikmin. But it's not such a, p a problem if it gets a Pikmin which is a red Pikmin. But I've got enough Pikmin that it doesn't really matter what I do. I'm just going to charge everyone at this blowhog. Kabam, it's dead. There's another one just past it. Kabam, it's also dead. Both of them, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to tell the rock Pikmin to take back to the onion. To increase the rock population. There's a five pellet posy here. It's a... Uh, it's, it's a red pellet posy. So I'm going to get the reds to take this back. Um, okay, so as I walk along the river, there's an electric gate blocking my way. But then there's a, a uh, an unbuilt bridge, um, which I have to start building from the other side. But then there's an area where the river narrows. And there's a point where I might be able to throw Brittany across. Uh, and she can build the bridge on the other side. Uh, and hey, look at this. The onion stopped spitting out seeds. So we reached our 100 Pikmin limit with those blowhogs. But the Pikmin inside the onion still seem to be increasing in numbers, says Alf. Apparently, once the number of Pikmin in the field reaches 100, any new Pikmin will stay inside the onion. This means that a maximum of 100 Pikmin can be active outside the onion at any one time. Pikminology number 8. There's a limit to the number of Pikmin on the surface at a time, but more can sprout inside the onion. Ingrown Pikmin. Um, I'm going to chuck Brittany... Oh, no, I was going to have it go back to the onion to pick all those new rock Pikmin. But no, I'm just going to send... Because I'm about to need her. I'm just going to... Like... There we go. I'm just going to go back with Alf and Brittany and all the Pikmin. Back to the onion. Pluck all these rocks. There we go. Now we've got 100 Pikmin. 100 in the squad. 100 in the field. Uh, let's go check out this little area where the river narrows. We could throw someone across. There's an SD card right here. But before we can touch the SD card, Alf looks over, stops in his tracks and looks over at the other bank of the river. And he says, Oh, there's materials for constructing a bridge on the opposite shore. If I work together with Brittany, I think we can get that bridge built. To ask Brittany to join the squad, move the cursor over to her and call her by pressing B. Yeah, way ahead of you, Alf. Let's quickly look at this SD card. Locking on. Move the cursor to your target and press ZR to lock on and throw non-stop by pressing and holding the A button. Yeah, all of these SD cards have been um, tutorial ones so far. I think on in the next area, I'm about to find the first like uh, diary entry. The, the SD card, which is not just tutorial information, but is actual, actually worth reading. So, uh, let's approach, yep, the area of the river where it narrows. There's a spot that I can, uh, there's a little screw in the ground I can target to make it easy for me to throw Brittany over. I'm going to chuck a bunch of rock Pikmin and a bunch of red Pikmin over. 
There you go. She's now got, I think, 30 Pikmin. I think that's 15 of each. Yes, 15 rocks and 15 reds. That's good because uh, I'm going to tell the reds to start building the bridge with these shards. But over here, there's a big stack of shards which are trapped in a crystal. 20 shards trapped in a crystal. I'm going to use the rocks to smash the crystal. There we go. And now I'm going to tell the rocks to pick up all the shards of bridge building porcelain. Ceramic. The reds have finished their uh, pile. I'm going to gather them up. Um, there's a, a bunch of eggs around here. Just while the rocks are finishing theirs, I'm going to get the reds to break these eggs to reveal the delicious nectar inside. Oh, and there's a, there's a sandcastle wall which they need to knock down. As we approach the wall, Brittany looks over the wall, up the, up the hill, up the path, to where there's an old rotten stump with an ominous-looking opening kind of born into the side of it. Born like a boring bug would bore into something. A log, for example. Oh, the signal seems to be coming from over there, says Brittany. Yeah, so... The bridge is built. I can hear the bridge built noise. I'm just going to get these 15 red Pikmin to start smashing down this sandcastle wall. I'm going to gather up the rocks. I happen to know that the rocks are actually really bad at smashing down walls. If you just, like, charge them at them at the wall and then leave them to it. The only way you can effectively get the rocks to break down a wall is if you throw them at the wall. And then whistle them back up and throw them again. I've seen someone do, like, a comparison of how long it takes each different Pikmin to knock down a wall. And the rocks... Uh, left to their own devices to break down a wall are the slowest option, but the rocks thrown and then gathered and then thrown and then gathered and then thrown is the fastest option. But so that's that's too much work for me. I'm not going to do it. Um, a team of uh, 30 rocks and reds has smashed down the sandcastle wall. Time is uh, marching ever on towards sunset. It's it's we're still you know a quarter of the way through the day. We're fine. But I'm just going to charge all the Pikmin into these. Nectar spots. To have them all develop into flower Pikmin. Uh, still a few leaves in the party. It actually matters a lot less in um, in Pikmin 3 Deluxe. In all the previous Pikmin games and in Pikmin 3 Vanilla, non-Deluxe Pikmin 3, the um, the the leaf Pikmin, the non-flower Pikmin, they walk slower than the Kapites and the Hockitations can. So that means as you walk along, all the leaves will lag behind and eventually be left behind. So it's in your best interest to keep them all as flowers. But in the deluxe version of Pikmin 3, they've changed that. So we've walked through the ruins of the sandcastle wall and we're going up the path. And now Brittany, who I'm controlling, who's the main character now, she notices an SD card on the path and she says, Huh, what? What's this data file doing all the way out here? She picks it up, and we read it. Journal entry number three. It's tough to say how many days I've been on this planet. I hope everybody back on Hockatate is doing well. I'll have to smuggle back some treasure in my pocket to give my son as a souvenir from Captain Olimar. Captain Olimar? There's another captain who's been through here, and he's from Hockatate. Or I think... I think, um, Lokathor is correct, and because the, the word Hockatate is based on a Japanese place name... It's established that it's supposed to be pronounced Hokitate, or Hokitate. But I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say Hokitate. Because it's easier for me. P 
people from their planet go to such extremes to scavenge treasure, says Brittany. Maybe it's all the vegetables that they eat that make them, make them so treasure crazed. Well, sad to say it looks like this Olimar met his end up ahead. We better be careful. Don't know what she's basing that on. Yep, we approach the log. Hey, it looks like some kind of nest, says Brittany, as we approach the opening of this rotten log. We're going to enter the log. Oh, where's Captain Charlie? I don't see him anywhere. It's just like a big empty log. Here's our big team of Pikmin. Hmm, something doesn't feel quite right in here, says Brittany. Yeah, it looks like a big sort of arena that we've entered. Uh, a sort of mossy, wooden, rotten log interior. Or rotten stump interior, I should say, with mushrooms growing around the edge of this hollow stump. And there's some SD cards around. As I uh, approach one... Oh! The camera turns to show a gigantic beast was uh, climbing along the wooden wall behind us above the opening. This is the... The Armoured Mordad. Um, I want to pause the game and properly describe this creature. The Armoured Mordad is stunningly beautiful. I love it. I would buy Armoured Mordad plushes all day. I don't, I'm not into plush toys. I don't like them. Most of them I t turn my nose up at. Ugh. That Lucario looks like shit, I think to myself. What? Why would anyone want to and Bowser plush like that? But any Pikmin plush? I'm like, yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. What's that? 50 bucks plus shipping? Whatever. Give it to me. And I would totally buy an Armored Mordad plush with like a, you know chintzy plastic outer shell so the armored mordad is like a big sort of it's kind of like a it's like a it's like a the cutest mean centipede you can imagine Have you imagine like a real mean millipede yeah like a mean millipede i mean like a really like a bad guy millipede if you took a real bad guy mean millipede and you made it incredibly like cute like just something about it is endearing you know, kind of like, like Porco Rosso from the movie Porco Rosso. It's like, yeah, he's a, a brutish kind of ch chauvinistic uh, jerk. But my God, there's something weirdly attractive about him. Uh, yeah, this, this, the Armored Mordad is the Porco Rosso of bad guy boss enemy millipedes. Uh, it's a dark blue blobby millipede and it's uh most of its body is coated in a uh like a pastel blue crystal armor and i happen to know that if i smash the armor with the rock pikmin and then smash the mordad underneath the armor with the rock pikmin and it's gonna die um in pikmin 3 you can do boss battles as like bonus content after like after you've beat the boss you can then go back and just do boss battles in like side mission kind of methods, and in in that I've gotten it down to thirty seconds. I can beat this thing in thirty seconds. So let's see how 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 do we do this time? Uh, I've learnt I'm going to target the tail. I'm going to swap to rocks. I'm going to charge at the tail. The tail is almost broken. Oh, everyone's scattering. Nope, I failed to break the tail. It has these like mandibles. Okay, the tail plate is broken. But it's climbed up the wall. It's, it's climbing up the rotted wooden wall. It's back down on the floor. I can target the exposed tail and charge my 63 reds and the rocks. 
They damage it right down to the point where its health is on a, a tiny sliver, a tiny fraction, which actually triggers it to run up the wall again. It's invulnerable when its health is on its tiny last little sliv sliver. And now it's just running around the side of the wall. As soon as it comes down, we've got it. The first time I fought this thing... No, uh, no, no, nope, says Brittany. Keep away! The first thing, the first time I fought this thing, it was a nightmare. So now we attack it, we deal the last bit of damage, its armor bursts off, it vomits up a dragon fruit and an old mobile phone from the 90s. <sighs> Did I mention it has two tongues? Yeah, its, it's mouth opened up and bleh, it vomited up a whole uh, pristine, beautiful looking dragon fruit. And then it collapsed down dead on the ground, and then its dead body expelled out of its mouth an old, like, brick Nokia phone. It's like pre-Nokia. It's not like a Nokia, uh, whatever it's called. It's like a... Yeah, it's like an early... It's like a 90s mobile phone. <sighs> oh, if this is where that signal was coming from, then that means... We still don't know where the captain is. Well, okay then. For now, we'll take this back to the Drake for analysis. This looks like it could be useful, says Brittany. So, yeah. And now, we're left with three things. Flaw in the armor. Defeat the armored Mordad in story mode. Badge unlocked. There's three things in this rotted out log with us. There's a mobile phone, which I'll target. And I'll have the red Pikmin carry back. There's a beautiful looking dragon fruit. Which takes 15 red Pikmin to carry. And then there is... Uh, yeah, that, that fruit is enormous, says Brittany. There's the gigantic body of the bad guy, uh, Millipede, the armored Mordad. It's huge. It's absolutely massive. Like, we're the size of one of its legs. And, and it has yeah, quite a few of them, let me tell you. But we're going to target it. It takes 20 Pikmin to carry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the rock Pikmin to take this back. And this little baby's going to turn into an absolute... Yeah. A, a, a veritable cornucopia of new Pikmin sprouts. Now, uh, there's a bunch of SD cards strewn around the arena. They're mostly, let's see, yeah, Armored Mordad number two. It's soft on the inside. We see little cartoon hints about how to fight it. Armored Mordad number one. Its exoskeleton is made of crystal. Use rock pigment to smash it. Yeah, and there was another SD card which I ran into while I was fighting that boss. Yeah, cool. Let's get out of here. So, yeah, as I exit the cave, I kind of run into the back of the Mordad. 20 Pikmin are dragging it along, and still it's moving super slow. So I can actually increase the number of Pikmin carrying it to try and, like... Oh, no. I need to get to its head. There we are. There we are. 30 out of 20 Pikmin are now carrying it. It's kind of fun to see its long, chunky body snake along the path inexorably towards the onion. Mm telling the Pikmin to start carrying the dragon fruit. There's now 21 out of 15 Pikmin carrying. The phone is miles ahead. I don't have to worry about that. And then after this is done, uh, yeah, that's like th this phone that I've just recovered is going to unlock the next uh, the technology from this phone is going to improve the, the Drake sensors and we can unlock the next uh, location to explore. Um, Speak of the devil. It's just arrived back at the Drake. The mobile phone has been sucked inside the Drake using this weird, like, shrink radar that it's got. Oh, a message from the Drake, says Brittany. 
Uh, analyze, uh, analyzing recovered item. Oh, another cordial drink, listeners. The data glutton. Analysis complete. An ancient communication device used on this planet. It's like still got power. You can still the, the little blue light up the top is lit up. The screen still glows a green. We can see some digits on there. Zero, 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 zero. It's on low battery and then it says zero dot dot seventy five or something. And then there's a little like no signal symbol. It contains technology unknown to Kopai and is emitting a signal even now. Oh, I'll have Alf take a look at this tonight and see if we have any use for it, says Brittany. He might have a few ideas with his engineer's expertise. Yeah, so we're kind of done here as far as the objectives go. And plus we've got a great big dragon fruit to boot. Okay, the dragon fruit and the... More dad arrive back at base at the same time. The dragon fruit is sucked into the drake, and the more dad is sucked up into the onion. And so now we've just got like the run of the place. We don't have any more objectives to hit. I know that there is one more fruit I can go get. I'll go go get that in a tick. But I guess I'm also just going to increase the Pikmin population by hitting up these pellet posies. Yeah. One. Two. Pellet posies. Let's see. Three, four pellet posies. Over here, across this bridge. Five. Six pellet posies. There we go. I think that's about it. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> the river that we followed down to the area where it narrowed and we threw Brittany across. Hang on, let me just... There we go. I'm playing as Alf now. I, I find it difficult to read Brittany sometimes. I find myself tri tripping over her words for some reason. So I'm just going to play as Alf and see if I have a, an easier time reading his dialogue. I don't know why it is. It's not that way when I'm playing the game and not reading it. It's just when I'm reading it and playing the game. So, I could follow the river to this spot where it was narrow when we threw Brittany and built the bridge across. If we try and follow it anymore, our path is blocked by an electric gate. So we'll have to come back here when we've got some different coloured Pikmin. But I can also follow the river in the opposite direction, back. Uh, sort of back along the path. Past where we came out via the, the glass door uh, and now here we've reached a little area of the banks of the river uh, strewn about with little yellow flowers and, and uh, clover leaves and some beautiful dark green leaved and large white flowered flowers which grow in the water and overflow a little onto the land, the banks and there's uh, these big yellow monsters here these um, yellow wally hops uh, and an SD card which might tell me all about them, let's see uh, rock Pikmin number three. Rock Pikmin aren't crushed when trampled on. That's good to know. We see a little... Okay, we see a little cartoon here of... Uh, there's like a scene of like some scuffed ground and there's some ghosts of yellow, blue and red Pikmin floating up into the air and a yellow Wally Hop is hopping along on its way in the background. 
But here in the foreground, we see a, a rock Pikmin which has been crushed into the ground. And although it's, uh, it's, it's a bit flattened and its leaf is a bit crumpled, it still looks to be completely alive, unlike the other three. Um, so yeah, that's also a little subtle hint that this yellow Wally Hop, which kind of looks like a big blobby frog with tiny little cartoon arms and legs, which are hilarious and adorable. Um, just know this, listeners, there are whole Twitter accounts, and all they do is draw these Wally Hops. They love these Wally Hops so much. Um, and yeah, they're pretty cute Wally Hops. Well, guess what? They jump up in the air and they crush your Pikmin a hundred at a time. They're bad news, these Wally Hops. In Pikmin 3, they're pretty easy to deal with. You can deal with them pretty good. Like, you can deal with anything with enough rock Pikmin pretty good. And I've got enough rock Pikmin to deal with these Wally Hops. But in Pikmin 1 and 2, oh shit, Sorry. you see a Wally Hop coming and you fucking run the other way. <laughs> and you treat that thing so carefully and cautiously. Like... By the end of Pikmin 2, I was seeing a Wally Hop, and I was like, okay, okay, Jesus, okay, come on, come on. I'd throw five Pikmin on it, let them attack for a few seconds, quickly whistle them back, run away, come back, throw five Pikmin, let them attack for a few seconds, quickly whistle them back. Because, like, an encounter with a, with a Wally Hop, it can go south so fast. It can just go bad. All right, let's get this. Let's get this. Bang. Oh, shit, it's jumped up in the air before my charge attack had land. And it comes crashing down. Oh, no. <laughs> One of my red Pikmin has run into the water by mistake. I just got too close to the edge and my party, like, dumped itself up into the water a bit. Oh, no. Water is lethal to Pikmin, says Alf. I need to blow the whistle with B to call the Pikmin back onto land. Yeah, if you don't blow the whistle, the Pikmin just stay in the water and die. Pikminology number nine. Help panicking Pikmin by using your whistle. Alright. While my team of rocks uh, dealt the Wally Hop its its mortal blow, I whistled at the reds and they came out of the water and are all safe. There's a second Wally Hop over here. I'm going to deal with this one by throwing rocks at it. Yep, we got it. I managed to to uh, to land one blow on my team of, Wally Ho of, of uh, rock Pikmin. But none of them were killed. Um, because they can't be by being crushed. I've also attacked a, uh, a butterfly. Let's see. I'm going to have the red Pikmin take this Wally Hop corpse and the rock Pikmin take this Wally Hop corpse. Um, as we keep on going, there's like a little... Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the little river ends and there's a, a, an area with a breakdownable... Uh, sandcastle wall. I'm going to set the red Pikmin to breaking that down. And then on the other side of the wall, I mean, there's a path up to a different area, which I'm going to take right now. But then, like, if I were to walk past this sandcastle, I get to a little lake. I can see a weird animal in the lake. And I can see some shards for building bridges. And I can see an underwater sandcastle bridge. So I'm going to be having some fun underwater later on after I've come back to this zone with blue Pikmin. There's an SD card here. The yellow Wally Hop. It can't jump when it's weighed down with Pikmin, says the advice. And now there's some suspicious-looking little green leaves on the ground. Let's see what happens when we throw a rock at one of them. Oh, jeez, it was a weird creature, but it's now dead. Oh, good. Phew. I imagine that if I had gone any closer to that, it would have come to life and gobbled up my Pikmin. Actually, these green uh, scutterbugs, they're totally harmless, but the brown scutterbugs... They look like dry leaves on the ground. You get too close to them and they will just 
they'll suck up your Pikmin like no one's business. I think they're unique to Pikmin 3. They're, they're a new enemy. Oh, the Animal Annotator. Log 10 Piclopedia entries. Yeah, those scutterbugs or whatever they're called, they're new to Pikmin 3 and they can be a real menace. Uh, uh, Pikmin 3 is more forgiving than the other games in a lot of ways, but those things, are, they can be tough. They can be bad news. They're these little, like, camouflage bugs. They look exactly like leaves, and then you get too close to them, and they just, like, run up super fast, and they gobble up a bunch of Pikmin. And you're like, oh, no, 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 no. And you're throwing rocks at them, but they're scuttling away, and the rocks will miss, and then it eats the rocks, and you're like, no, no, no. That's what it's like. I love this game so much. Okay, so we smashed down the sandcastle wall. We walked up the path, and we're in, like, a little bonus puzzle zone. It's just this, like, out-of-the-way corner... It looks like the back of an old woodshed. There's lots of red bricks, like, embedded in the mud wall in, like, a back garden, overgrown garden wall kind of way. Lots of, um... Oh, yeah, and there's, like, an old picket fence. Uh, and there is strung up a weird, like, makeshift pulley system. Two empty old sardine cans are strung over two nails in a way that makes, a, like, a winch or a... or a, a, a like, a weight puzzle. Uh, so... I know the solution to this puzzle is to throw... Let's throw a red Pikmin up on this one. And then throw Brittany up as well. And then also, let's say, f five more red Pikmin. And then go over to the other side of the winch. Huh, I can't get up there on my own. I'm going to throw some rocks up. There we go. There's like... There's nine rocks on the other end. And now it's lifted the other empty sardine can up. Brittany can now access a the top of a stack of red bricks... Uh, and now she's high enough that she can target this little lime, which is up above the, uh, on, on a little, like, dirt platform above the stack of red bricks. She takes five Pikmin to carry. She's just throwing six up there. And there we go. And now this little bonus lime is being carried back. This puzzle actually isn't totally solved because there's a whole nother section of it. Um, <coughs> there's a, an electric wall, which I'll have to come back and break down. But for now, this little lime is all we can gather here. So let's follow the uh, follow the path back to the main area of the level. The, so it's getting close to sunset. Um, this path is like... It's lined with bricks that are like diagonally set into the ground in a, a very like human way. Like a, a human built this little path out of bricks. It's really cool, the environment that we're in. It's just really cool. Alright, <clears throat> we come back to the base. New fruit recovered, says the drake. We've got a tiny little bit of time in the day left, but with all that time, all I'm going to do is... Uh, I'm going to stick all the pigment back in the drake. Oh, there's one in the field somewhere. My entire party is back in the onion, but there's still... It says there's one pigment left in the field. Oh, we get the hurry-up notice. Gather stray Pikmin into your squad before sunset, or you'll lose them. And we can see the one stray Pikmin symbol up the top. Let's quickly have a little look on the map. Okay, it's a rock Pikmin over by the um, sandcastle wall which led to the Mordad's lair. So I've told Alf and Brittany to go there. And they're automatically running across the bridge. And here it is. I don't know what it's doing there. I don't know how I left it there, but I did. And I'll whistle it back up. <laughs> that was really cute. As it was sitting on the ground, it was just sitting, like, 
plopped down on its bum. Its arms and legs weren't really visible. But it, as soon as I whistled, it like leapt up and it's, it ran over to me and its little arms, were, they like go like wiggle, 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 wiggle as it runs over. It's, the rocks are really cute. They're really good. Huh? Let's just pop this last one back in the onion. There we go. And now we might as well just end the day. Pop. Oh, no, wait. No, no, no. Let's quickly do a creature report. Creature report! Creature report! Creature report! Ah. That's right. Okay, one, two, three, four new entries. Let's do it. <coughs> so. Are you ready for the... I should... I, I have to come up with some, like, a musical sting or something to put here. Um, I'll just use the Octonauts creature report thing. Alright, first on the list, the fiery blowhog. So, Alf says, structural flaw, the inhaling period. Wait, five. I noticed that it needs a moment to inhale something from the planet's atmosphere before exhaling fire. Its internals must be remarkable to stand up to the flames it produces, though of course a red Pikmin's externals could withstand the same heat. If we could reproduce the process, it could be a great renewable source of rocket fuel for our ship's engines, says Alf. Brittany says, I thought they'd be my favourite fauna. The idea of running into one in a frigid field or after getting soaked was really nice, but it turns out they don't have a setting on those snouts below roasted alive. So scratch another brilliant idea. Alright, now we're on to the armoured Mordad. Uh, yeah, killed one. Uh, wait 20. Alf's comments. Structural flaw, flesh beneath shell. It takes a small army of rock pigment to make a dent in its reinforced crystal shell. Destroying the shell completely is slow going. Since it burrows into the ground every time it comes down from the walls, it's too bad we didn't have the... Wait, what? What? Destroying the shell completely is slow going since it burrows into the ground every time it comes down from the walls. Interesting. It definitely doesn't do any burrowing at all. I wonder if that's... If that was something in, like, an early version of the game which they didn't change in the description. Yeah. <clears throat> Destroying the shell completely is slow going since it burrows into the ground every time it comes down from the walls. It's too bad we didn't have the tools to adapt the pieces of its shell into armor for the SS Drake, says Alf. Brittany says, The crystal all over its body is one of the most beautiful things I've seen on this planet. How people would stare if I could make a spacesuit out of it. Although maybe they'd only be staring because it would be translucent. Says Brittany. The yellow wally hop next. Alf's report. Structural flaw, weak hide. Wait five. There's There are definite signs of intelligence in this brute. It always faces its prey first, as if to gauge the distance before jumping into the air for a stomp. If you don't move while it hangs for a moment in midair, you could lose a lot of Pikmin. It's big, but not strong. As few of, As few as five Pikmin can weigh it down, so it can't jump. Rock Pikmin also have nothing to fear from it. Brittany says, Look at that thing. It's so bloated. I feel that way too sometimes when I can't stop chugging down juice. I have to lie down for a while after that. But this thing keeps on jumping. I bet it gets the worst cramps. Uh, sometimes Brittany's writing rubs me the wrong way. I think sometimes the way Brittany is written strikes me as a little bit of a woman stereotype. Like someone came up with, What's a woman's opinion? What do women like? Oh, they like fashion. Oh, women eat food all the time, don't they? Yeah, women like food. 
Maybe Britney likes food. Maybe Britney likes fashion. Maybe all her opinions could be, like, through those two things. Um, I like Britney a lot, but but she doesn't feel like she was, you know, a woman character written by a woman. She feels like a woman character written by a man. I just get that that sense. Alright, last critter, Alf, says, of the skitter leaf, structural floor, back, wait, one, I'm in love with this camouflage job. It looks like an ordinary leaf fallen from a tree, and then wham, it starts to move and takes you by surprise. We could learn a lot from the way it uses protective coloration to blend in with its surroundings. I'm thinking of redesigning our spacesuits, maybe even the SS Drake's hull. Brittany says, not only... Not only do its body and limbs look like leaves, its beady little eyes remind me of fruit. I don't see the point of all that camouflage when they startle at every single thing that gets close, though. And there you go. That's the creature report. Creature report. Creature report. Now we're done with our mission. Octonauts at ease. Until the next adventure. Okay. That's been the creature report. Alright, end the day. Ba Boom! You heard a little bit of the, uh, the wibbly-wobbly gelatinous tentacles of the onion retracting into its main body before it takes off into the atmosphere. And here we are, back up in beautiful space. An incredible glowing star field. Hee-hee-hee, <laughs> new fruits, yay, says Brittany. And we have the dragon fruit here, which gets turned into... Let me hit the fast-forward button. That just completes one bottle, totally fills a second bottle, totally fills a third bottle, and then here's the zest bomb. I, I didn't see what the dragon fruit was called. I was too busy fast-forwarding through the animation. But whatever, we've now got eight bottles of juice which we're about to drink one of. Wow, knowing this is waiting for us at the end of the day makes it all worth it, says Brittany. If only I didn't have to share it with the others. And we drink down our very last bottle of, um, like, copite ration juice. And now, from now on, it's just fruit juice that we're drinking. Oh, it's good to build our juice supply like this. We should be all right for a little while. Yeah, we'll be fine. We get the day three report. We see our Pikmin population. There's, uh, I can see the massive spike exactly in the middle of the day when the rock Pikmin got the got the Mordad back to the onion because they are like lagging behind the red Pikmin in terms of population, and then bang, they suddenly overtake them. And it wasn't a small gap either. They closed it and then some. Uh, we've now got 81 reds and 106 rock Pikmin. Zero deaths, zero due to sunset, zero total. Next. The report. Brittany is lit from behind, gazing out of the porthole of the drake as it flies through space. 
Day 3. We recovered the communications device that was inside the armored Mordad. According to ALF, this device contains parts that may expand the Drake's communication range. I've never seen him so excited. He can't tear himself away from the thing. I'm more than happy to write today's report while ALF examines the device. Sometimes he can be so diligent, says Bristini. And off it goes. You can now fight the Armin Mordad in a Defeat Bosses mission. Thanks. And the game's saving. And it's saved. And ladies and gentlemen, that's it. That's day three. Totally done. Great. So next episode we'll be going to a different land. A new environment to explore. New puzzles, new obstacles, new enemies, new fruits. New episode next time. Oh, okay, 11.40pm, huh? Well, that's uh, bedtime for me. Oh boy, it sure feels like bedtime. Great. I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you're enjoying this game. I hope you're following along with, like the beats of what's going on. Tune in next time. Bye-bye, everyone. See you later. Bye. <laughs>